Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today on the program, Rabbi Schneider is going to take us to the book of the Song of Songs to show us how we can find our way out of the wilderness. God wants us to partner with him, and he wants us to love him as he loves us, because when we say yes to Jesus, something supernatural happens in our lives. And as we continue our series titled, A Baptism of Love, Rabbi Schneider is going to show us how we can give our hearts to the Lord without reservation. It's a lesson on learning to move the heart of God. So let's get started. Let's continue now as we're in chapter number three, verse number six. She says, what is this coming up from the wilderness? Let me share with you what's going on here. The Shulamite bride had previously not fully yielded to Jesus's leading. She suffered for that. Her intimacy with him was broken. When she realized that disobedience caused a lack of experience in God's love, when she realized that her disobedience caused a separation and that she lost her intimacy because of it, she fully repented and she said, I'm never gonna let that happen again. There was a big yes in her heart. She came back to Jesus and said, I'm never gonna let that happen again. I'm inviting you in now, Jesus, to every chamber of my heart. Once she made this full-fledged commitment in divine love back to God, something supernatural took place in her life. God began to powerfully deliver her. He began to deliver her from every generational spirit that was keeping her bound. He began to deliver her from every doubt, from every fear, from every spirit of unbelief. Jesus, when she unreservedly said yes to him, began to draw her out of the wilderness out of darkness, fully in to his kingdom, the kingdom of light, the kingdom of love, the kingdom of the son of God. And so listen what she says. Remember, this is a prophetic song written in the poetic language of love. So chapter three, verse six says this. She says, what is this coming up from the wilderness like columns of smoke, perfumed with myrrh and frankincense. Behold, it's the traveling couch of Solomon. And then she realized that this traveling couch of Solomon, in verse number 11, was actually the wedding couch that she was being delivered out of her wilderness, out of all darkness, being carried by the wedding couch of King Jesus to the marriage supper of the Lamb that we read about in Revelation chapter 19, verse seven through nine. I want you to know, here's a prophetic act application and love for you, beloved one. When you completely say yes to Jesus, when you and I fully repent by saying to him, Jesus, I don't care what it takes. I am saying yes, yes, yes to you, God. You're the portion. I've made up my mind to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. When you and I with unreservedness give our hearts to him, with no reservation, something supernatural takes over in our life. The delivering power of God himself begins to transport us 
out of our wilderness, out of darkness, out of everything in our life that's kept us sad, out of everything that's kept us down, out of everything that's kept us in bondage, out of everything that's kept us back, God's power begins to deliver us out of that state, fully in to his love. And so she said in chapter three, who is this, she said in chapter three, verse six, who is this that's coming out of the wilderness? She realized it was the traveling couch of Jesus himself and that she was seated on it and he was transporting her and translating her into his love, into his light and into full freedom in the Holy Spirit that was gonna culminate with them actually being married just like the marriage supper of the Lamb in Revelation chapter 19. Once she made this decision to fully yield to Jesus, once again, Jesus starts affirming her. You see, when you and I say yes to Jesus, we experience his love. That's why Jesus told us in the Gospel of John chapter 14, verse 21 and 23, that when we yield to him, Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my word. Jesus said, when you love me and express it by obedience, Jesus said, I'm gonna come to you, Jesus said, and disclose myself to you. And my father and I are gonna make our home with you. In other words, Jesus was saying in John 14, 21 and 23, the same thing that we see revealed in the Song of Songs, chapters three and four, that once she said yes to Jesus, Jesus released her the knowledge of how loved she was. If you're ready to take this bold step out and say, Jesus, I'll go anywhere, I'll do anything. I am making you King of Kings and Lord of Lords of my life right now. I am not gonna let anything have first place in my life any longer. You're gonna be my only first place. If you are willing to yield to the call of God upon your life to make him first, he will release a new dimension, beloved, of the love of God in your life in power. You'll experience him in a way that you never have before, and the power of his delivering love will bring you out of all darkness into his marvelous light. Now, let me say, this is progressive. It doesn't happen in an instant, but there will be a new dimension of your love that will be released from your life when you fully open up your heart to him and yield to him. So let's pray together right now, Father God, I wanna thank you for a new revelation of the love of God as I yield myself completely to you right now. Jesus, you said, if I would seek you first, that everything else would be added unto me. Jesus, I declare and decide that right now, by your grace, from now on, I will put you first in my life. I will no longer be intimidated by the fear of man. I will no longer be kept bound by the fear of rejection. I will let go of everything that's kept me from fully yielding to you. Jesus, I say yes to you, and I yield fully now by your grace as best I can to the love of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Beloved, something supernatural happens as we respond to God's love in our life. You see, this is a relationship. God does something, we respond, and when we respond to him, God does something more. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back, so please keep listening. Did you know that you can connect with Rabbi right on your phone? 
The Rabbi Schneider app is packed with resources, videos, and a daily devotional that are designed to help jumpstart your day. The Rabbi Schneider app is free, bringing you inspiration and encouragement 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Simply search for Rabbi Schneider in your phone's app store and download the app today. Discovering the Jewish Jesus could not accomplish its mission without partners like you. Together, we are preparing men and women for the soon return of Jesus. So please stop by our website to give a one-time donation or to partner with us on a monthly basis. Through your simple act of generosity, you are making an impact. Go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 800-777-7835. And now with the conclusion of today's message, here is Rabbi Schneider. Jesus affirms her as she responds to him, just like he's going to affirm you and I as we respond to him. And Jesus tells her in verse number one of chapter four, you are so beautiful, my darling. How beautiful you are, my beloved. And then what he does, he praises her in his love and he affirms her in his beauty from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. So I'm just going to quickly go through. Verse number one, he speaks of how beautiful her hair is. Verse number two, how beautiful her teeth are. Verse number three, how beautiful her lips are and her mouth are and her temples are. Verse number four, he praises how strong her neck is. On and on and on. He says in verse number seven, you are all together beautiful, my darling, and there is no blemish in you. Come with me, he says in verse number eight, my bride, come with me from Lebanon, my bride. Again, calling her out as his bridal partner. Verse number 10, how beautiful is your love, my sister, my bride. And so as we respond to God's love, God is gonna keep yielding himself and releasing more of his manifest presence into our lives. Here is a mystery. I want you to get this. This is truly a profound mystery. Look what Jesus says to her through the prophetic type of Solomon in verse number nine. Listen to this, beloved one. Jesus says to her, you have made my heart beat faster, my sister, my bride. You have made my heart beat faster with the single glance of your eyes. Now, I know that even as I say this, many of us are dumbfounded. We're thinking, are you serious? Are you telling me that Jesus is saying that my love makes his heart beat faster? And for so many of us, we can hardly comprehend this. We can't fathom how Jesus could say to us, you make my heart beat faster. But I want you to understand something. God is the most humble and sensitive being in the universe. Later in the Song of Songs, he actually says to her, turn your eyes away from me for your love has overwhelmed me. And we think, how could that be? How could God say, don't stare at me because your love has overwhelmed me? How could God say, your love makes my heart beat faster? But I want you to get this profound and deep mystery. God is all powerful. But he has chosen to humble himself, beloved, to the point where he allows himself to feel what we feel, to be touched with what touches us, and to be affected, beloved, listen to this, by our affection to him. He has voluntarily 
placed himself in such a posture of extreme humility with you that he actually gets pleasure out of your loving him back. He doesn't need us, but he's voluntarily chosen to humble himself and place himself in such a posture where he literally, beloved, is moved by your and my love for him. You and I have the ability to move the heart of God. Listen what he says here. You have made my heart beat faster, my sister, my bride. You have made my heart beat faster with a single glance of your eyes. In verse number 10, how beautiful is your love, my bride. God gets pleasure when you choose to love him. You see, beloved one, you have something that no one else can give God but you. And that's your affection. That's your love. And when you voluntarily, of your own free will, choose to love God by putting him first in your life, by praising him, by talking to him, that moves God's heart. That moves God's heart. When the Lord calls us his bride, when God calls us his partner, when Jesus tells us in Revelation 19, 7 and 9 that we're coming to the marriage supper of the Lamb, what we find in this is that God looks at us, beloved, as someone that can give him enjoyment. In other words, can you think of being married to somebody that had no ability to move your heart? Would God call us his bride? Would he invite us to the marriage supper of the Lamb if he could get no pleasure from our love for him? Absolutely not. He is always our God, but he desires that we would love him as an equal partner in love. In other words, he's always God. He's always our master. He's always our savior. But another dimension to our relationship is as a marriage partner. Paul said, I betrothed you to one husband, even Christ. What this means is, beloved one, you can move the heart of God. God gets enjoyment from you and that what he's looking for you to do is to not just relate to him as the God that supplies your needs, but God wants you to relate to him also as a worthy partner in love, as someone that rises up in the Holy Spirit and loves him back. God is looking for a marriage partner that will love him back. That's why he created us, beloved child, in his own image so that we could love him back with the same love that Jesus loves him back, you and I can voluntarily, out of our own free will, choose to love him back. And when we do, God's heart is moved by this. Jesus so moved by her affections. He says, you moved my heart with a single glance of your eyes. And look what he says to in verse number 12. A garden locked is my sister, my bride. A rock garden locked, a spring sealed up. She had become so pure in her relationship with him. In other words, she was living in such fidelity to him. She had closed her eyes to letting things in that would defile her. She had closed her ears to letting things in her ears that would defile her. In the ancient world, there were two types of gardens. One was a public garden. And anybody could come to a public garden. But there was also something called a private garden. And the only one that could come to the private garden, which was locked, was the owner of the private garden. It was a garden 
only for the enjoyment of its owner. And that's what Jesus is saying to her. You have sealed off your life for me only. You have sealed me off for my enjoyment. And so I want to challenge you, church. You're the bride of Christ. You're the bride of Yeshua. I want to challenge you right now. Will you live as a garden locked? Will you stop willingly letting things into your life through your eyes that defile you because of your love for Jesus? Jesus wants us to guard our eye gates, our ear gates, those things in our life where things the world can get in. He wants us to live in fidelity to him and break off any entranceway that we're giving the enemy. Let me ask you a question. Will you declare to Jesus right now that you love him and you desire to be a locked garden for him, just like the Shulamite bride did? If you do, that will give him immense pleasure and you'll be blessed for it. She says to Jesus, Jesus, I am so sold out to you. She says, do whatever you need to do in my life that you can gain complete possession of me and that the beauty of your love will be wafted abroad like perfume through my life. She said, Jesus, I don't care anymore. I am so radically sold out for you. All I want is you. I don't care what it takes. I don't care where I have to go. I don't care what I have to do. Jesus, all I want is for you to come and live inside me, have your way in me, that your fragrance could be wafted abroad through my life. Listen to what she says in verse 16 of chapter four. Awake, O north wind, and come, wind of the south. Make my garden breathe out fragrance. Let its spices be wafted abroad. May my beloved come into his garden and eat its choice fruits. She's saying, Jesus, whatever combination of north winds and south winds are necessary to take place in my life so you can fully have your way in me, Jesus, she said, I'm ready. In other words, I'm ready to go through whatever trial I need to go through in order for you to be perfected in my life, in order for my heart to be fully yielded to you. I'm ready to go through any north wind because north winds are cold and difficult, right? But she's saying, Lord, whatever trial I need to go through for you to be fully formed in me so that your fragrance could be wafted abroad through my life, I'm ready, I'm holding nothing back from you. But she realized it wasn't just about the north winds, she realized it was also about feeling blessed. She said, awake, O north wind, and come wind of the south. She knew that it wasn't just gonna be trials, but it was gonna be special blessings that Jesus would give her to bring her fully in to the experience of his love, that he could fully have his way in her, and that his fragrance could be fully manifest from her life. What about you, beloved? Are you willing to yield yourself to Jesus in this way? If you are, I want you to know, he's gonna come and take possession of your life in a way that you have never experienced before. I promise you, when you fully yield to Jesus, the Holy Spirit is gonna baptize you with a fiery love that you have not yet known, and something is gonna happen in your life beyond that which you've known. We're learning how to let God get a hold of our lives. And this is the Bible teaching ministry of Rabbi Schneider. And if you'd like to learn more about this program or Rabbi Schneider, visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And then if you missed any of these messages in our series on a baptism of love, you'll find the complete series on our website, or you can listen by subscribing to our daily podcast. To learn about the ways that you can 
hear these life-transforming truths, just go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And you know, when you give your heart to Jesus without reservation, something supernatural happens. And we begin to live our lives in the way that God has purposed. And if these authentic and uncompromising messages, if they're stirring something within your heart, will you respond right now? To tell you more about how you can prayerfully partner with us, here is Rabbi once again. Beloved, it's important that we put God first in every area of our lives. It concerns me that it seems that so many people today are trying to use God for an experience, but they're not being obedient. I think of many, many people that are going to churches, they love the worship music, but they're not being obedient to God's word. Jesus said, unless a man picks up his cross, denies himself and follows me, he cannot be my disciple. Sacrificial obedience is the only way to truly walk hand in hand with God. This is why it's important how we handle our finances. Going back to the first book of the Bible with Abraham, all the way through the New Testament, we see that those that truly walk with God honor him in every area of their lives, including their finances. I wanna just ask you today, if discovering the Jewish Jesus is being used by Father God in your life to be a blessing, would you honor him with your finances through this ministry? Thank you for your love and for your financial support. There are several easy and convenient ways that you can give to support this ministry. First, you can give through the mail by addressing your envelope to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. Or you can automate your gift by becoming a monthly partner. We've made signing up quick and easy, and all you have to do is visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And for those of you who have your phone handy, you can text your donation to us by typing the keyword rabbi to the number 45777. That's R-A-B-B-I to the number 45777. And then finally, don't forget that you can give a gift right from the home screen of the Rabbi Schneider mobile app. Just click the donate button in the middle of the screen. The mobile app, it also has a variety of resources and tools available like our daily devotional, Rabbi's articles and links to all of our social media platforms such as YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And then don't forget that you can listen to any message you may have missed by subscribing to our new podcast. Just download this program from your favorite podcasting platform and you're all set to go no matter where you or your family travel this holiday season. Visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com to learn more. And right now, let's wrap up today's message with a special blessing. Here is Rabbi Schneider. In the book of Numbers, chapter 6, the Lord gave instructions to Moses and Aaron to speak this blessing over his people. And the Lord said, When you speak these words over my people, I will place my name on them and bless them. Receive the impartations of the Lord's blessings. Yahweh Yahweh
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. Let our prayer team pray for you. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also connect with us on your social media outlets to stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and subscribe on YouTube. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us again tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider provides a glimpse into why Christians suffer. Hear the answer this Friday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.